the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to hour two of tonight's Andrea K Show. But it's not just any hour two, and it's not just any Andrea K Show because. This is the last Andrea K. show of 2023. And so we're going to spend this this hour talking about some of the biggest stories of the year, the winners of the year, losers of the year. Um, we might have some disagreements. I want to hear from you guys what you think the biggest stories of the year are, which ones you think had the greatest impact on us going forward, who you think the biggest winners were and losers. I put it out on the socials today and I'm going to read out some answers that you guys gave because it's, I could, you know, sit here and Sesame Broccolini and I can sit here and, and we will and share our opinions on it. But of course we always love to hear from you guys. So email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. Download the podcast if you miss any part of tonight's Andrea K. Show. And, of course, as we're going into this New Year's Eve weekend, I definitely want to wish you guys all the happiest of all New Year's. But please, please, please uh, don't uh, don't take any chances this weekend. I, for one, actually have been always playing it safe for, well, for many years now on New Year's Eve. I actually had a taxi driver get a DUI one year on New Year's Eve with me in the back. So I personally don't go anywhere on New Year's Eve. I stay safe safe at home. But if you do go out, please, please, please stay safe. All right. Lecture over. Back to the lecture at hand, as Snoop Dogg would say. Uh, joining me this hour to wrap up 2023 is actually been, a, he himself has been a blessing to me for 2023. And he is the one and only DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some Sesame Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon. Broccolini. Yeah, what a whirlwind of a year it's been. Yeah. I, I am very excited to hear what people have said about biggest winners, losers, things that they're really holding on to moving into the next year. But I will say, just because we were talking about it the other night, I'm optimistic about going forward because I have my faith in the Lord. I don't mm-hmm. put my faith in man, as, as you've said uh, many times before. So I, I have faith that things will work out as they should um, and that God has a plan, even if there's a lot of chaos in it and we don't really understand his workings all the way. I, I, I trust that, that the Lord is watching out for us. I do. Yeah, I do too. And I actually, as I was thinking of uh, the, the end of the year and the top stories of the year, I was recalling and thinking of a lot of wins that we had. And one of that I mentioned last um, last hour was in regards to the LBGTQ, uh, the Rainbow Mafia. We actually had 75 bills that became law in 2023, much to the dismay 
of the left. All right, so let's get into it. Um, for me, I'm just, I don't know how we really didn't plan on how we were going to approach it. I think I'm just going to give you a list and then we can, of what I think the top stories are, and then we can kind of break them down and talk about them. I think clearly as I look back on 2023 and I was thinking about it today and researching it today, it's, it's almost hard to believe it's been such a year of shock and awe that some of the biggest stories that were some of the most horrific things that we've witnessed as Americans have already been forgotten about. It's been that crazy and historic of a year. Let's talk about back in early of the year where we had a we had a catastrophic chemical spill with a train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, that we haven't seen this level of a, a of a chemical disaster, toxic chemicals destroying a community, homes, lives, their health, anything like this since in on American soil since probably Three Mile Island. And to this and, and to this day, the president of the United States has not visited East Palestine. That's one story. Another story. Or, well, you know what? Let's just start talking each as we go through your well, thoughts on East Palestine. Yeah. Well, I mean, talk about a tragedy. And it, it, I want people to remember this this moment and, and talk about the story because a train car spills. I mean, they're they're burning train cars. They're burning chemicals. They've got toxins, it seems like. And the president is nowhere to be found. In fact, he's on vacation. So yeah. that's but that's the whole thing. That story is so indicative of this entire presidential administration and really this yeah. whole last year. One tragedy after another where the where the U.S. president is nowhere to be found and right. never come, never visits the people, makes no mention of going to actually see the voters, the constituents, the average Americans that he says he cares about. Right. right. Yeah. And and I'm no expert in chemicals. Chemistry wasn't my bag. Um, but as I was looking at the story today, I, I saw reports that what they tried to do, and of course, we have Pete Buttigieg as the head of, of transportation secretary. It, it, I think it took him three weeks to get there. The solution, which they have, they've been burning a lot of the, uh, that you mentioned a lot of the trains, the chemicals that they used to burn off the chemicals was actually more toxic in some ways than the chemicals themselves. We have no idea the impact of these chemicals on these people in this community, and we won't know for a really, really long time. Let me remind you guys of Aaron Brockovich. Remember that story and what that was about had to do with cancers and other things that befell citizens because of chemicals in the water. You're still seeing the ads at Camp Lejeune? Let me tell you, I, I lived at Camp Lejeune at the time, and Mama had four cancers in three years, one of which was kidney. So the chemicals in the, in the groundwater is is a killer of people. It absolutely is, and we have a president that did not has not even gone there to visit. So East Palestine is another one, and, and of course, because it's been a year of shock and awe, and of course, because the legacy media, which is a whole other story in and of itself, provides cover for uh the democrats and the who were the communists and their propagandist in the in the media there's no discussion of it no discussion of it whatsoever they're completely forgotten about it should not that story alone it should not even be close for the democrats to win in 2024 any office in the land no no there's there's no explaining it there's no justifying it it's just been we are not the priority. That's the message that I hear over, that I see over and over and over again, because there's words and all the platitudes and the propaganda, but actions speak much louder to me than words. Right. I'm less interested in a president that says he cares about us. Show us that you care. When tragedy strikes, be there for us. At least pretend that you're in the same boat. Right. Because 
where there are other stories that highlight the same thing and show you the same thing where he's sleeping. He can't be bothered. He's going from one vacation to another. He has no comment. It's unbelievable to me. Tragedy strikes the American people and Biden has no comment. Absolutely. Well, he had some comments when he finally showed up at another big story of 2023, Maui, the Maui fires. Nobody's even talking about Maui anymore. Let me remind everybody about Maui. Maui, um, the residents were told to stay at home. Kids were sent home from, uh, I think kids were sent home from school. See, I've even forgotten some of the details. Mm -hmm. Roads were blocked, prohibiting people from leaving. Phone service was was uh, was cut off and they had no no and, and no cell phone. They also didn't sound the alarm. They didn't no. sound the alarm. They didn't they didn't want to sound the tsunami warnings because people might run to the hills. Oh, that's where the fire was coming from. People were going to run towards the fire. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. People died with in the water. They were forced to jump into the waters off the beach of, of Lahaina, and they died of hypothermia. How do you die in some of the warmest water? Well, you can die when you've got a Democrat government that doesn't bother to send at one island away. How much military, how much How much boats and whatever the vehicle, I, I can't remember what that military assets is the word I'm looking for. Nobody was sent to rescue these people out of the water. On top of it, another story that we learned about was about they did not uh, want to use the fire and uh, I mean the water. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And there's and there's because while they're making all these calculations, by the way, just to ref- to refresh people's memory, the people in Lahaina, they're they're you have hundreds of people missing, displaced, possibly killed, trying to flee out of the situation, but they can't. They're trapped in a box. Meanwhile, FEMA officials are in some of the nicest luxury hotels yes. that the island has to offer. That's yeah. that's the that's how they treat the government bureaucrats as compared to the people. Well, it's, yeah, not on top of that, my favorite big wave surfer, Kai Lenny, because there was nobody coming any aid whatsoever. Um, and there's also, by, by the way, before I get into at the after effects, there were reports that the fire department, remember, didn't go, wasn't there and they weren't continually working on it because the, the guy in charge of the water who has since resigned because of stress, um, they, because water, uh, they, it, it was part of their religion or whatever the excuse was. He said water use requires conversations about equity. That's oh, what Oh, that's he said. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then after... People, uh, you know, and we to this day, we also don't have an accurate death count because the school system there was reporting that 1,200 kids or something were missing. They're still only reporting that 197 people died. That doesn't match with the reality on the ground. Big, big wave surfer, my favorite, Kai Lenny, um, actually was, was complaining and did a lot of videos. He's, uh, you know, grew up on the other side of the island. He was one of the key people coordinating rescue attempts as well as, as, um, uh, aid for them, and he was he and other surfers were using boats that they had, jet skis that they had to try to deliver food, medicine, and aid. And they were actually threatened by the Coast Guard to stop. So you're the, kidding me. N- true. You you go to go to Kai Lenny's Instagram page, and you can you can research what was actually going on over there. So um, our U.S. government. The local and federal government um, enabled a blaze in a variety of different ways to destroy a town, destroy a culture. And immediately afterwards, they were talking about, oh, I know how we can rebuild Lahaina. Uh, we can rebuild it with low-cost housing. They want to turn it into their little 15-minute city. Yep. 
And then when Joe Biden finally showed up, he stood there in front of people whose children were burnt alive and burnt to a crisp and talked about a house fire that he and Joe Biden had. That almost damaged his Corvette or something. Yes. So how relatable, right? Yeah. Uh, what, what a grieving morning community. Yeah. One of the worst wildfires that island's ever seen and one of the worst in American history. And of course... Right behind Biden are all of the smooth-talking Democrat celebrities like The Rock oh, and yeah. Oprah, set, shaking the rest of us down for money yeah. to allegedly help the people of Lahaina during a time of unprecedented economic turmoil thanks to the same guy that was falling asleep when yeah. he went to, went to, went, went to Maui. So I, yeah. it, the, just completely one slap in the face after another. That, that's all we get. And it's— yeah. I don't, and I, these, and one of the things too, as we're mm-hmm. wrapping up this segment on two big stories that nobody's remembered and nobody's talking about, East Palestine, Ohio, as well as, and, and by the way, Trump went to East Palestine, Ohio. He risked his life because the chemicals in the air were, uh, you know, remember Ground Zero. Uh, so those two stories, East Palestine, Ohio, that nobody's talking about, as well as the Maui fires and nobody's talking about, uh, these areas largely Democrat voters, particularly Hawaii. And one of the things that we were hearing from the locals is we thought the government was going to take care of us. The, they was in a, there's been an awakening there with them to some degree. Let's hope it translates into into uh, a a better voting for them in 2024. We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got more top stories from 2023 to discuss. What are yours? Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. AK, dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea Kay. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Finishing up 2023 here on the at the Answer San Diego studios on AM 1170. Streaming also on FM 96.1 and all around the world. Glad to have you guys here with me. If you miss any part of the show, don't forget to download the podcast wherever you get it. Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. You can also call our 24-hour hotline. We love to hear from you. We got a caller yesterday, I believe it was. Let me read this out for y'all real quick because I thought it was interesting in light of what we talked about last night. Um, uh the here's caller Jenny said, I just wanted Andrea K to know that when you call the San Diego Police Department, it first says to hear the message in Spanish, press one to hear the message in Arabic, press two. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. So later on, we're also going to talk about the rise of anti-Semitism and anti-Americanism and the rise of pro-terror in the United States. The Islamic conquest of this country. Exactly. Unbelievable to me. Arabic? Absolutely. Are you kidding yep. me? Wow. Okay. Um, but huge, huge, huge uh, part of 2023 was the Rainbow Mafia. And probably one of the biggest stories within that was a marketing moron at Bud Light deciding to push a biological male named Dylan Mulvaney out in dress, in drag, uh, thinking that they were going to somehow attract the college basketball March Madness crowd. And the beer, the Bud Light and beer buying public were like, that's some madness. You ain't going to shove a dude on us, okay? (laughs) Which actually 
the marketing person for Bud Light was a complete moron, but what it ended up being a major win for us as the conservatives decided to finally rally together with a serious boycott and did some serious damage uh, to Anheuser-Busch. Your thoughts? Well, and I hope we I hope we keep going with that. I mean, I, I see Kid Rock coming out and saying it's time to let up the pressure and put our foot off the gas and, and just slow things down. It's like, no, no, we, we need to keep with the boycotts. Yes. That's the thing is conservatives don't just give up now that you think they give some sort of half, you know, measure apology like, oh, sorry, guys, we didn't mean to. And now here's more pandering. And Dana White from UFC comes out and says we're going to sponsor Bud Light again. No, 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 no. Right. No, no, no. This is a, continue the pressure. Right now they're changing their tune. And they're starting to apologize because they're really feeling the pain. That means it's working. So we need to double down on this boycott of Bud Light and make it very clear we are no longer... We, we are we are find a new source of beer. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't buy Bud Light anyway. Find another source of beer. There's plenty yeah. of people that make it and people that don't hate you and don't idolize people like Dylan Mulvaney, who, by the way, got invited to the White House for the great accomplishment of what? Yeah, Being a exactly. man pretending to be a woman? Right, That's an exactly. Yeah. Um, we need to kill them off. When we go to war, we're at a war, Right. With this idea of, oh, well, we don't want to kill him. We just want, what? what? Why not? When you're a police officer and you're under threat and somebody's shooting at you, they're not supposed to shoot to the, to aim at the toe when they shoot. They're supposed to, it's supposed to go, you pull the trigger, you, it's a kill shot, right? That's the way it's supposed to be in war. And we are literally in a war right now, today in, in Ohio, a alleged Republican governor overturned a ban on the mutilation of children. We have got to stop this nonsense. Another big story in 2023 related to the LBGTQ was that Montana elected its first biological male as a transgender into the state legislature. What? There is, yes, Zoe, Zoe Zephyr. Oh, I forgot about that one. Nice yeah. stripper name, right? <laughs> yeah. This is where we're at in this country. No, you don't take your foot off the neck of Bud Light. We and need that's in, to that's make in our Montana? mark. Yeah. That is not liberal country. I've right. been to Montana. That's that's surprising to me. But it goes to show, like we were talking about in the last hour, you can't assume you're immune anywhere. You can't assume that you can just outrun these problems. And the you can't take your foot off. You can't yeah. take your foot off the neck. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why do you think there was bayonets? Why do you think there's bayonets on uh, weapons that they use in war? It's because they go around and stab and make sure they finish people off. They don't want to leave they don't want to leave anybody breathing on the battlefield. I met somebody today who actually had uh, I actually uh, spoke with Congressman Tim Burchett today. Really? And he actually had two uh I saw he had two rifles or whatever they are uh, behind him and he was telling me that his dad brought those back from dead Japanese soldiers after World what? War II. I wow. I want those things so yeah, bad. That's- Wow. I for, and I forgot to ask him if they had bayonets on them because that was I, – I love a bayonet. Yeah. I love a good stab at the end of <laughs> – Just <laughs> to a cherry on top. You know? to, yeah, exactly. That's what we need to do. We're uh, – the, the, the LB – particularly the transgender, this is the Trojan horse to destroy a nation. Because it destroys us not just culturally, not just not just in terms of the foundation of our society being Christian, Judeo-Christian principles and values and, and the home, but also the way it destroys the population by by destroying the fertility of children. I mean, is there's not one aspect of our society it that it doesn't me kill that's off. That's the real goal. 
It wouldn't surprise yeah. me if there's a there's a conversation that's been had about depopulation and how to make this house of cards fall in on itself like a dying star the way it collapses inward. And one way to do it is to make everything about I mean, in, well, in a crude it's the, way, I the, guess. the depopulation of Americans. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're flooding us at the southern border. Oh, well, that's who's going to take the jobs. And that's who, and in fact, there was a video. Um, I don't want to forget. It's kind of related to LBGTQ, but kind of not. It's kind of related to the border. Um, but there was one town, I think, where I saw a video of some some guy yelling, uh, look, you know, um, you you have two babies a year. We have, and it was a Muslim, and we have five a year. Before long, we're going to be the majority. Yep. Yep. And that the, the great replacement theory. People act like, like conquest doesn't happen anymore. People right. act like that's just a relic of medieval times that you read about in a history book. We're being conquered right now. That's what's going. Well, there's an attempt at least. There's a few ways in which they are are, are attacking uh, uh, the conquest is and 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 attacking our ability uh, to procreate is one of them. It's part of the feminist movement. It's part of this transgender movement. It's part of the the um, rent a womb same mm-hmm. sex crowd movement. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the border. There's just a variety of different ways uh, trying to scare kids into not having children because of climate change. Yep. So many different ways. And also making things so unlivably expensive that people forego having families. Right. It's, it's, the, there are so many different attacks all with the, it, any, any, by any means necessary, right? Yeah. That is their credence, and that's what right. they do. So we should have listened to them in the 60s when Malcolm X was saying that. Yeah. that wasn't, he wasn't just some radical, isolation, you know, isolated mm-hmm. actor or whatever. That's the mainstream mantra for a party that wants one-party rule right. in this country. Right. That five, is what yeah. they want. Five years ago, and as we go into 2024, five years ago I was asked to speak at the San Diego County Republican Women, and I was told I could speak on anything I wanted, and I warned about the transgender. Really? Uh, coming, the coming transgender attack on children. Wow. Five years ago. Might have been six. It must be wild then to see this all come into fruition. Mm -hmm. Play by play. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got more uh, to talk about. We've got, we can't talk about 2023 without talking about the persecution of a former president of the United States. And this year was truly historic in that regard. That's coming up next. Don't go away. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show, wrapping up uh, 2023 with the biggest stories of the year and the impact as we look to 2024. Uh, you you have to do an autopsy. This is one of the things I learned in corporate America. You've got you've got to look back and say, you know, I and I did it after every sales call. What did I do well? What were my areas of opportunity? What's my game plan? Always close for something, whether it's for the next appointment, whether it's to drop off, whatever it is. And so it's just ingrained in me to do an autopsy to say, you know, what what happened? What can we learn from it? What's our game plan going forward? So that's part of what we have to do as we look at 2023. Um, we got to get into some politics. Of course, we're going to talk about the removal of Speaker of the House. Um, but I want to first talk about the historic turn of events in which what I always thought uh, of as one of the most 
thing, one of the things I loved the most about the United States and what I felt like set us apart, and that was our, our, our system of justice and how it relates to the U.S. Constitution, and to see it so destroyed as it has become completely weaponized. And that word may seem to be overused at this point, but our Constitution's been shredded in, for power in a way that would make Stalin and others and, and Castro, Fidel Castro and Mao really pleased. And to see, I have in my mind uh, uh, former President Trump's mugshot. They have dragged him into courts across this country, slapped him with indictments where he's facing up to 400 years because they don't like his political opinion. And by the way, if you think it's justified because you think he's an insurrectionist, he's not been charged with insurrection. Nobody from January 6th has. Don't be duped because you know what? It's going to be you next. You will be at some point. And if you think you're immune, you think of Democrats that have been canceled by Hollywood or by the Democrat Party because they said something that went in the opposite direction from what the Democrats, this will happen to you if this is not turned around. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, take a look at a history book. Like you're saying, I mean, all the great dictators of the 20th century, Joseph Stalin, Mao Zedong, Pol Pot in Cambodia are frothing at the mouth for this kind of a situation where, I mean, and it's, it's interesting. Um, the fact that so many people, I guess, support it or seem to go along with it because i'm wondering why aren't the american people fighting back harder against this if we can't trust the elected representatives what about the grassroots coalitions of concerned citizens standing up and using their first amendment rights to fight back against this kind of tyranny so many people are just i don't know if they're okay with it or they what, are people, because because people think he's hitler or he's actually done something that he hasn't done and they and those are the kind of frankly useful idiots that somebody like joseph stalin would love yes that that's that's the main thing I that's think, exactly what they like, are if, they're if useful you don't idiots. understand what's happening right now and why it's dangerous then i don't know what else to say you know, at this point the the election interference is so bold and so brazen that even a monkey could understand it quite frankly so if yeah. people aren't putting two and two together right now then honestly, I don't know what else it's going to take. You know, I mean, how? At what point will people finally wake up and realize this is persecution? This is some Soviet-style playbook stuff. This is the end of America. It is the end of the, America. The, this is a complete and, assault on right. everything that we stand for. And like you've said, Donald Trump, he doesn't get constitutional rights. No due process. No impartial juries. No fair prosecutions. It's all biased actors, partisan hacks with non-existent charges. From a special counsel that, according to former Attorney General Ed Meese, is not even, uh, you know— it, it legally in the position, a, a special counsel who just this week filed a, filed a motion, I think it was, uh, that to to restrict Donald Trump's defense and not for him to not be allowed to say anything politically. You have the right under the U.S. Constitution to mount any defense that you want. Now there are some things that 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 judges will uh, you know admit or not admit, which is like past acts or whatever that might be prejudicial. Um, but he's supposed to take politics out of the politics. That's absolutely absurd. And and one of the reasons why I'm going to and where's the Republican Party in this? We only had eight Republicans that were willing to remove Kevin McCarthy. 
as Speaker of the House, even after he agreed to have vacate the chair in there if he didn't fulfill his duties. And one of his duties was to restore accountability. While while Donald Trump is being dragged through courts and facing 400 years, we have a sitting president of the United States who has hundreds of of documents proving that he sold off, committed treason and sold off the United States of America to line the pockets of his crackhead son and the rest of his family. And the Republican Party has done diddly squat for it. This impeachment inquiry is a sham. 2024, they, and I started saying 12 years ago that maybe we needed to just completely abandon the Republican Party, let the Democrats have, and not, why, why, why are we even bothering at this point? Honestly, I don't know. I'd like to. We don't have a truly conservative party. No, we don't. In this country. We also don't have a truly America First party. And the, and and the, the Republicans, North, the, right? And the Republicans. Excuse me for interrupting, but I want you to. You mentioned useful idiots. Are they not useful idiots? The Republicans, because at the end of it all, at some point, if this isn't stopped, we're done as a nation. And the useful idiots will be the first to be lined up and shot because that's what happens. Yep. Well, I'm so glad you said for some reason, Republicans keep trying to extend an olive branch. They think if we just play nice, if we just acquiesce to what the left is demanding, then maybe they'll take it easy on us. Right. If we just give into their games, then maybe they won't smack us so hard. But Democrats keep smacking Republicans away. We want a one party state. We're going after the leader of your party right now before the next election. We slow walk this for years. Now we want to expedite it right before the next election. So we can have him in court the day before Super Tuesday, the biggest primary right. elections in the country. Right. If it, you're not picking up on this now, I don't know what else to show you. Right. Like, and honestly, at some point, it's like the Republicans deserve what comes to them. Well, they've they created yeah. this mess just as much as Democrats. They've enabled the tyranny just as much. They deserve whatever comes to them. Absolutely. Honestly. How much money have they spent on these debates with these with these candidates like Ron DeSantis? Who's who's actually Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley and Chris Christie, who are who are who have joined the deep state and the weaponization of the government against us in hopes that it's going to propel one of them into the White House. At this point, if Donald Trump were to bow out, I don't know that I could vote for any of them. Why would I trust him at this point? Well, you can't because what they're basically saying is if you're Nikki Haley, you're basically saying I'm willing to sacrifice Donald Trump and his rights to the left. If that means that maybe, again, they'll take it easy on me and let me come into office. That's the idea. That's why I don't trust any of them. Leftists set the rules of the game, and Republicans don't have the spine to rewrite them. They play play right into the games. And that's it's disappointing when you see it from Democrats, but it's heartbreaking when you see it from Republicans. It feels like a a stab in the back, like a punch in the face. Because it is a stab in the back, and it's a betrayal. There's only eight Republicans out of – they've been given the majority – and done nothing with it, as was the case back when a lot of people don't even remember that when George W. Bush took over, he had control of the White House and both houses of Congress. Bueller, Bueller, anybody remember what happened? <laughs> Bloated government, tra- added trillions in debt, took us into foreign wars without any mission to win. The greedy geezer bill, the Wall Street bailouts. And how about the Patriot Act and the unlawful yep. surveillance of yep. millions of Americans without, yep. without their knowledge? And then, of Which course, paved Edwards- the way for the weaponization of what's happened against Donald Trump, anybody in his orbit, and the Jan 6 defendants. Bingo. And then when somebody like Edward Snowden comes along and, and exposes the whole game, they, they send him to Russia and they yeah. bring him up for treason. That's the real crime. Looking at Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, George Bush, Joe Biden, these are all presidents who do 
terrible things and get away with it every single time. But somebody like Ed- Edward Snowden wants to report on the facts, and and it's the same thing they did to Julian Assange. If if you're a truth teller, if you're a whistleblower, there's a target on your back, especially right. when you're going against the Bidens. Right. What about the IRS whistleblowers like Gary Shapley who said, we know that Hunter Biden's not paying his taxes. We've been trying to investigate him, but he won't show up for court. He ignores us. He blows us off. And Biden's buddies at the DOJ put roadblocks in our yep. way so that it makes it harder for us yep. to hold him accountable for doing things that would normally get somebody else, like, say, me, put in prison for a very long time. I mean, truly. And if this had been anybody else doing these kinds of things that Hunter Biden has done, allegedly yeah. done, you would be in prison already and for a long time. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, final segment of the night and my number one story for the year. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Final segment of tonight's show, and which is the final show of the year. I was de- torn today between my top two stories, whether it was the orchestrated invasion of the United States of America in the last uh, three years of the Biden administration, or the thirty-four trillion dollars in debt. Um, both are, are being inflicted on us as a part of Cloward Piven, which I talked about it the other night, which was the, uh, strategy developed, uh, or, or expressed in 1966 by these two guys, Cloward and Piven, break the back of a country economically and with unfettered immigration in order to change, uh, the political landscape. And that's what we see happening. So they're, they're really tied together and we have over 10 million approximately that have come in just since the Biden administration, more than the state of New Jersey. Now, uh, the state of Texas for the first time is just like California, where there are now more people of color than white people. The great replacement theory is here. These are people that are being brought here intentionally from 150 countries around the world, people of color that are, and, and not just that, but they're people that are terrorist. We know that they're drug traffickers, sex traffickers, and all of the above. And but but even if they're not, all these people of color, by the way, are being told that white people are the problem. So that's not going to end well. It's unbelievable to me that Republicans protected Mayorkas. Yes, that is that is it for me. That is Mayorkas is. I, I guess I can't even decide. Am I more upset at him or the Republicans who protected him, including a San Diego County? Republican who's been around yep. the block more than a few times, who's watched unfettered illegal immigration. Which is why he's dead to me, and I don't never mention I'm, his name. I know. I don't even want to say it. It's unspeakable to me yeah. at this point. But that, that to me, is something I'm never going to forget. While everything that's going on with the border and with illegal immigration and Republicans are protecting my orcas. But these are, but these are the same. When Donald Trump won, he came down the escalators in 2015 – People chanted, build the wall. Mm -hmm. He knew at that time, this was 2015. This was eight and a half years ago. Who blocked him from building the wall and securing the border? It was Republicans. It was Paul Ryan. That's who blocked him. And he still managed, you know, which is why I can't stand Ann Coulter because, you know, she's just such a, 
an, an idiot, um, and she's just blaming him 100% for why uh, more of the border wall wasn't built. But he, what he got done was by hook or by crook. Yeah. But he managed to negotiate, remain in Mexico, and get executive orders done, all of which— Well, and even Title 42. Yeah. yeah. When, when Title 42 came down, we saw ten to 20,000 people crossing every single day. Yeah. Entire divisions of military units, almost exclusively train cars of young men waving flags yeah. in their home country, yeah. taking selfies and sending them to people back home saying, you can come on in. It's totally yeah. easy. The Republican Party had the power at that point to use the power of the purse to affect and, and get every aspect mm-hmm. of the Make America Great um, agenda pushed through. And they didn't then. They could now. Yep. And instead, what have they done? Kevin McCarthy is is ending at the end of this year. So is his little sidekick, the guy who banged the gavel down in a, in a little snit. <laughs> Patrick McHenry? Yeah, McHenry. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do without Patrick? Well, but, well they, they're they trying to minimize what little bit of a majority that we have in yeah. order to hamstring. So we so we face two en- two enemy camps, and one is our own party. establishment hacks in the GOP are trying to undermine real traitors? Like they're Matt literal Getz. traitors. Traitor, right? okay. They're literal traitors. I'll take a Democrat any day of the week over a Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> Well, they're basically one and the same. They I mean, are. Well, but the, see, the Democrats, at least AOC is honest yeah, about who mm-hmm, she is. Mm-hmm. At least Chuck Schumer, all the rest of them are honest over over these Republicans that claim well, this I, is why they like to be I in the minority, Kevin though. McCarthy's issue was an honesty thing, though. I think it's a courage thing. He doesn't have a spine. No, I think it was a dishonesty thing thing? because he made a lot of promises, even even um, saying, "Okay, you can have that vacate the chair if I don't fulfill these. And then he knew the promises he made. He look, if he's got the strength to go and elbow somebody in the back (laughs) in front of a reporter, if he's got the strength to call Gates psychotic. Yeah. Look, this is a guy that just recently told people on, uh, you know, uh, uh, knowing he was being recorded, that uh, the problem with the Republicans yep. is that yep. we're not. We, he, I look around the, I look around the room and I see, uh, I can't remember how he said it, but basically, my party isn't diverse enough, and it was just he's 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 a com, he, he's a California lefty who calls himself a Republican. And now, I, maybe compared to the full-on commies uh, on the Democrats. You know, by, yeah, but, sure. I mean, compared to Katie Porter, who says that pedophilia is just a regular sexual orientation. Right. I mean, sure. Okay. Yeah. Then I guess he's technically kind of a Republican. But yeah. I mean, I guess in the same way though that Nikki Haley is allegedly a Republican, it's like you're not really doing anything for me at all. Look, uh, JFK would be farther to the right of Kevin McCarthy <laughs> at this point. Like for real. Well, JFK would have a problem with the conquest of America through the southern border, and I certainly would hope with the persecution of Donald J. Trump. I don't think JFK would be on board with this transgender crap that's going on with kids. No, I don't think he'd be on board with that at all. No, no. Oh, no. No. JFK said, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. That's not what the Democrat Party is about. And quite frankly, it's not even what the Republican Party is about anymore. No, it's honestly, it's the complete inverse. It's. Yeah. How can we bribe voters with more free stuff on the yeah. taxpayer dime in order to get into office? <laughs> That's what's going on. We went from being a culture of people who produced things and built things to mass consumption. And the only way they can appeal now to voters because their policies aren't working is we'll just bribe you with more free stuff. Or we'll yeah. shut down the economy during COVID, but then we'll give you 600 bucks. We'll give you a few crumbs every month and act like that's the same thing. Or we're, we're, we're right. in the same boat. It's 
We've got to talk now in the time we have left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heroes and, and Stink. I'm going to give, because there's one story I haven't talked about as I lead into my heroes. Uh, the one story I haven't talked about, which was absolutely huge and critical for the United States of America, was the October 7th Hamas attack on Israel. Um, Nikki Haley, by the way, uh, said that that was because it was Putin's birthday. That's how that's how much of a neocon dope she is and and hustler and hustler for the military industrial complex. Um, that attack just broke my heart. The, the, uh, there's new reports even coming out of how uh, the Hamas mm-hmm. was was shooting nails into the genitals mm-hmm. of women. What happened here was com- abs- barbaric doesn't even cover it. And so the the Israelis and the Jews over there are my heroes. These are people that fight for their lives every day and have been since the inception of the country and before during the Holocaust. And yet they yet they persist and they are continuing to do what they have to do to preserve their country and their right to exist. They are my heroes. My stinks for this year are what has been revealed as to the anti-Semitism and anti-Americanism and the pro-Islamic terror movement in the United States of America, particularly post 9-11, to the degree to where one in five young Americans think Osama bin Laden was a force for good. Mm -hmm. We are under conquest uh, from our southern border. We are under conquest from Islamic terrorists. We are under conquest from their partners here, the Democrats in the United States of America. And these are really dire times. We can say, we can stop it, but we've got to be very clear. After 9-11, we were not clear as to who the enemy was. We had George W. Bush apologizing. We had George W. Bush holding multi-faith ceremonies. This is being done in the name of Allah. This is being done in the name of Islam. And I am not going to pretend that Islam is not a part of Islamic terror. Your thoughts on Hero of the Year and Stink of the Year? Yeah, I mean, obviously I second what you said um, because it's just, it's it's completely true. Um, and in addition, I would like to add... One of the biggest things about all these stories is getting the accurate information and mm. being able to even just talk about it mm-hmm. without government censorship, without Good surveillance, point. without interference. So for me, a personal hero this year is Mr. Elon Musk. Ah, he good, took good X point. and turned it from an arm of the government and the, and the deep state and the censorship regime, and he revived it. I yeah. mean, it's incredible to see how many people have just even pers- specific individuals that have been reinstated who were previously banned. But it's just nice to see that everyone from J6 defendants to independent journalists is able to bring their story and able mm-hmm. to participate yeah. and exercise their First Amendment on, an av- on, a plat- on, a, on a platform that really is a digital town square. And Plus, he's he doing and stuff st- like going to the border, creating jobs right. with SpaceX and Tesla. Well, he's doing well, more and, for me and, than the government right. has maybe in my whole life, honestly. And, and uh, before I forget, he also um, coordinated the release of the truth about how our U.S. Yes, government— the Twitter files. The Twitter yes, files, bingo. which was absolutely critical. Yeah, truly. That, that, rev- that showed us— just how far this goes and how deep it is and how intertwined the FBI was having regular check-ins via people like Elvis Chan with Yoel Roth, the former head of trust and safety ahead of the 2020 election to censor conservatives, to stifle speech that was totally true simply because they did not like it. So Elon, thank you. Honestly, your stinks of the year. Biggest stink. I mean, one of the ones that really comes to mind 
And it's it's maybe maybe he doesn't get enough attention, but Attorney General Merrick Garland. Ah, good he, point. Good for one. me, he's overseen the the largest persecution campaign in the history of America, and yeah. he needs to be remembered as an anti-hero and antithetical to everything that we that we are. If honestly. we were the country we used to be, um, would he not have already been shot at sunrise? If the founding fathers were here, absolutely, not even a question. Yeah. All right. Well, those are our heroes of the year and stinks of the year. I'd love to hear from you. Email me at andreakeshow.com, andreakeshow.com. And whatever your plans are this New Year's weekend, I certainly hope, again, that you stay safe. I hope that you have some good memories of 2023 that you get to toast. I hope you have some wonderful family and friends around you this weekend that you get to adore. And I hope that you're looking forward to 2024 with hope and with optimism. And I certainly would love that hope and optimism to be placed in Jesus Christ, which is where I place mine. We love you so much here at the Andrea K Show. And we appreciate you for being part of our family. And we'll see you next year. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 